Chapter 13 The Divine Name The knowledge I am, or the feeling of being myself, is a hint of the Beloved. It is the perfume of God's presence in the heart. To give oneself entirely to the I am is to lose oneself in God's presence. This loss of one's apparent self in God's presence is the ultimate surrender. As the Sufi mystic Bayazid Bastami said, forgetfulness of self is remembrance of God. Prior to creation, God must be and God must know. More accurately, God signifies the knowing of being prior to form. In fact, prior to creation, there is no prior. The common name for the knowing of being is I, for I is the name that whatever knows itself gives to itself. If God were to give himself a name, he would call himself I. Thus the name I is the first form of God. It is the divine name. It is the name of the nameless. It is the first utterance as infinite being emerges from the formless into form. I is the logos or word which before it is uttered, is God's unmanifest intelligence. Once named, it is the portal through which manifestation is ushered. Krishnamurti referred to this as the first and last freedom. It is the portal through which the separate self reclaims its freedom from the tyranny of experience, and the same portal through which infinite being travels in the opposite direction as it passes out of eternity into time, foregoing its freedom in favor of experience. As Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. The name I is the doorway through which the finite mind passes as it is divested of the limitations it acquires from experience and is returned to its natural condition of peace and joy. I is the divine name, and each of us calls ourself I. God has given us his name to remind us that our self is his self, infinite, intimate, impersonal being, the only self there is, the self of all selves, the being in all existence. Know that each of our individual names is one of the many names of God's infinite being. That is why it is called a Christian name. It is the name of Christ in us. When we hear our name called, we say, yes, I am here. In that moment, the sound of our name draws our attention to pure being, to the experience I am, before it is colored by experience. God's presence shines briefly in us before it acquires an attribute and seems to become a person. Do not allow the name I to become personalized by thoughts, feelings, sensations and perceptions. Do not allow it to be tarnished by experience. 
Become accustomed to taking refuge from your thoughts, feelings, sensations and perceptions and simply resting in being, as being. We cannot really rest in being because we already are being. So rest knowingly as your essential being, independent of whatever experience may be present. Our own being is closer to us than our breath, closer to us than our most intimate thoughts and feelings. In fact, it is not close to us, it is us. We cannot find it, we can only be it knowingly. We cannot lose it, we can only overlook it. Rest as that. Do not take refuge in a teaching, a situation or a relationship. Take refuge in yourself. If we are unhappy or feel any sense of lack, instead of seeking to fulfill our longing, we should seek the source of our longing. The source of our longing is I, myself, the one who is unhappy. If we go deeply into that sense of I, we will, either gradually or suddenly, be divested of the limitations we have acquired from experience and that for which we were in search will be revealed as our very own self. The eye that longs is a colouring of the eye that is longed for. Divested of this colouring, it is revealed as the true and only eye of infinite awareness, God's presence. As Ramana Maharshi said, when the eye is divested of the eye, only I remains. When I was at boarding school in England, we used to sing a hymn in chapel every Sunday evening. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at my end and at my departing. As much as I loved the hymn, little did I realize at the time that the self in myself is God's being. The simple feeling of being or the knowledge I am is God's presence in us as us. Do not allow I to become personal or finite. If a thought or feeling arises on behalf of a personal self or an activity or relationship is initiated in its service, pause and investigate. Hold up the mirror of understanding. The personal self cannot stand the bright light of awareness. Allow it to come to an end in understanding. In this way, our lives cease serving and perpetuating the fears, desires and anxieties that characterize the separate self or ego and begin to express, share and celebrate the qualities of peace, love, joy, justice and compassion that are innate in our essential nature. The knowledge I am is infinite consciousness shining in each of our finite minds. The feeling of being myself is God's presence pervading our hearts. I is the divine name 
in each of us. Every time we think or say I, we may follow it, like Ariadne's golden thread, to the luminous being that not only lies behind all experience, although it is often found there first, but shines in the midst of all experience, and is all experience. In the knowledge I, or the simple experience of being myself, the peace and happiness for which we long above all else can be found quietly shining. To feel that our essential being is shared with all others is love. It is the means by which conflicts between individuals, communities and nations may be resolved. The recognition that we share our being with all things places us in harmony with nature and will thereby restore humanity's relationship with the planet. The knowledge of being must, as such, be the foundation of any truly civilized society. All that is necessary is to go to the feeling of being myself, or the thought I am, and sink deeply into it. All that we truly long for lives there, in the depths of our being. If we turn towards it, it will take us into itself.